What's up, everybody? This is Storm Batiste. And this is B.A. And welcome back to episode three of Made Men Podcast. Bringing you everything that we think every man should know, no matter if you're white, black, skinny, or fat. These are the facts and everything that we think every man of the 21st century should know about savings, investing, dating, and everything else in between. Right, man. So it's really, really good to be back, man. I'm excited for this month because this month is Black History Month. This is a big month for black people. We get 28 days where we really get to just be great. This podcast will be just dropping Thursday, right? Next Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. Okay, it'll still be Black History Month. I was just making sure. <laughs> it's so was, short. It's so short. I was just making sure. <laughs> but so, um, you know, we, we have a very, very uh, unique topic as always. Um, talking about emotional unavailability mm. today. And so um, mm. we, we like to talk about relationships a lot, which we already touched on. And so mm. we brought on somebody from a female perspective that can help us kind of dive into that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Please, miss. Uh Introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Susan Baraka. I'm an attorney. I am a homeowner. I'm a landlord. Okay, hey, talk your I'm a spoken word poet. I've toured nationally and I write. Okay, so, yeah. a jack of all trades. And I have my own podcast called Real Life, so be on the lookout for that as well. Okay. On the way? It's out already or it's on the way? It's on the way. Okay, okay actually, okay. we've recorded several episodes and uh, we're working with Pod uh, Digital Pod. Pod Digital Media, mm. uh, which is the only multicultural podcast media marketing company in the country. Oh, Jesus. Mm. So, so, okay. Sign yeah. us up. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are extremely glad to have you today on the show. Um, mm. Thank you for taking the time to come out. We really, really appreciate it. For sure. Absolutely. So I really only waste no time, really. So I want to dive right into it. So let's go ahead and run the quote of the day real quick. Message. Okay. Let's get the quote of the day going. So the quote of the day, I don't know who it comes from but it touched me <laughs> um the emotion that can break your heart is sometimes the very one that heals it okay can you read that one more time it's really slowly <laughs> okay the emotion that can break your heart is sometimes the very one that heals it why don't you go ahead and take that one away so <laughs> well I don't know. I actually liked that quote, number one, because it's so simple. Mm-hmm. And I think you can read a lot of different things into that. But I mean, obviously, the mind automatically goes towards love. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking a lot about self-care and healing lately. Um, I was previously married. Mm-hmm. And I've just been trying to figure out, you know, what what did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. okay. And I feel like... The idea that, and I've also been exploring because I'm an actress, right? So you study pathology, you study human behavior and why people do the things that they do. Mm-hmm. And for me, I've been trying to figure out why did I do some of the things that I did? Mm-hmm. You know? okay. And I realized that I have this insane fear of intimacy. I have a fear of being vulnerable around other people, mm-hmm. which is, you know, not great if you're an actress. Uh, <laughs> but for, for, but, you also have to identify well, what is vulnerability or what is intimacy to you. And so for me, it's not hard for me to be open or exposed. I'm a poet, I'm a writer, mm-hmm. and it's what I do. I've done it for, I guess, 15 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of ironic like, is, as far as yeah. you being vulnerable but fearing intimacy. Right. So I can be vulnerable for things that most people find very difficult. Uh But for me, intimacy is actually letting someone see 
me on a day-to-day -day basis in my everyday life mm. seeing me in a, in a way that is not uh, what I've created and so ah. and I think that and I think that's a you know I, I actually think that's an issue that's gonna be very relevant given the culture that we live in mm -hmm. with social media I have no problem with people knowing my my past issues mm -hmm. with uh, sexual assault with uh, racism mm -hmm. with um, gender issues with um, with my sexuality, mm -hmm. I have no, I have no problem. Even with my issues with um, being in, in previously abusive relationships, like mm -hmm. I talk about all of that on stage. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and if anybody knows me, anybody who actually really knows me, they know like I have no problem expressing my feelings. For me, one of my biggest fears is that I'm not an interesting person. You don't think so? Wow, that you is, do a lot of that. You do a lot of things. And I think that's because Hold I'm trying right to compensate on. for that fear, right? Like I'm trying to that's combat real. that that's real. insecurity, right? So you're saying intimacy is going to be the same thing. That's, once you're able to find that person to be intimate with and see you on a day-to-day -day basis, that's the thing that's going to save you, basically. I'm, I mess with it. I think like having that realization, um, it does a lot for you. I think it's just like, although like it was disappointing, I feel like it was something that empowered you at the same time because it was just like you could have just stayed and just been content with what you had in front of you. But for you to still be optimistic and be like, listen, like, this, isn't work out. Yeah. this isn't working out for me, so I need to just go ahead and progress and move on to something else. It takes a lot to do that. And you grow. You grow all along the way. Like like you said, the stuff that breaks your heart sometimes can heal you too. So now you learn from that situation. Mm -hmm. That's the, the angle I was going to take the quote. Mm -hmm. It's just like sometimes you got to go through that, that bullshit and heal and learn from mm -hmm. that and it makes you a better person and you better off because of that trial and tribulation whatever that was yeah it sucked in the moment mm -hmm. yeah dang i wish that worked out but hey mm -hmm. that's not gonna happen to me again mm -hmm. you know what i mean like now i know and so through that i'm a better person i'm healed and now so now i'm more aware of what's going on that's the angle i was gonna kind of take for that quote well the other thing too about healing is the first step to healing is diagnosing the problem Right, you can't yeah. heal something if you don't understand what it is that's actually happening. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And sometimes that can take time. This has taken me a year and a half of investigation, at least a year and a half of investigation, mm -hmm. and a lot of work, like proactive work, you know, um, in all areas of my life, professionally, personally, um, and you know, in public and in private. So. It takes a lot of time to sort of delve into what is actually going on here. Mm -hmm. no. Because a lot of times we lie to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And um, I also like recently, like literally in the last two days, a friend of mine put me on to Lisa Nichols. Um, and a lot of the stuff that she talks about, I, I already sort of subscribed to. Mm -hmm. So um, so I was really grateful for my friend who put me on because I was having a rough day the other day, dealing with my mortgage and life. Hey, adulting, life, life. Adulting. <laughs> yeah, um, so yes, I highly recommend. Just the... Kind of, um, first of all, shout out to Queen, um, Lisa. Lisa, Lisa, Lisa. Lisa. <laughs> I also appreciate your take. I can tell this is going to be a good episode because you just, you got a lot of ideas. All like, I, I love the energy. Yeah, the I energy the is energy. definitely there. But so we, we actually, we're going to try something different on this one because, okay. you know, we made, man, we're always trying to upscale, bring new ideas, bright ideas to the table. So we actually going, we're going to do a pop culture section. A little, just a real quick take on mm. what's going on the latest right now in pop culture. As all of us probably have heard, there's a lot of BS going on right now. There's some people doing some things that may not really be acceptable to a lot of people. Um, but before we even get into that little pop culture segment, 
like I told y'all at the beginning, it's Black History Month. So we're going to do this the right way. All right. <laughs> I want to give a special shout out. And y'all can think of somebody while I'm, while I'm doing this. I want to give a special shout out to um, somebody that y'all probably forgot about a long time ago. Um, mm-hmm. Catching Ryan Dirty. Y'all remember Chameleon? Oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. Like, so yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. the guy, that song, that, that song was great. Everybody used to know that. Mm-hmm. But it turns out that this brother is not, I'm sorry, this king is not only a rapper, you know, great rapper making great hits, but he's also an entrepreneur. Yeah, as well so this guy is making tons of money so even though you don't see him on like mtv bt none of that like that this guy's still making moves in the background which i respect mm-hmm. so much more mm-hmm. when you can dive into different pots and do multiple things i just mm-hmm. be spearheaded into one so basically uh what chameleonaire has done is um he's actually has an app right now he's a startup investor mm-hmm. so rapper slash startup investor created an app called combos and so what this is, is actually allows you to converse like face to face with celebrities like Shaq or you can find new friends like a FaceTime thing. You know, everybody's trying to be on FaceTime and be face to face now. So it gives you a chance to really reach out to people you would never ordinarily have a chance to talk to. Really just kind of you know get your followers up. Mm-hmm. If that's what you want to do. <laughs> or just really build a bond and just meet new people because your network is your network. So we're always trying to expand it. Um, it's pretty much like an alternative to Twitter, minus all the trolls that you get on mm-hmm. Twitter all the time. And so um, it, it allows you to upload a 15 second clip uh, to friends, celebrities, or whoever else it is. And then it allows that person to then um, choose which clip they want to respond to. And so they can give you like a personal message back to mm-hmm. it. And like I said, if you're trying to get your followers up, this is a great way to do it. Because if Shaq or if somebody is shouting you out right now, like, that's gonna obviously look way better. Like, mm-hmm. who is Shaq talking to right mm-hmm. now for 15 seconds? So, I thought that was really big mm-hmm. when somebody can really switch it up like that. So, hopefully, y'all thought about somebody in those little quick seconds. <laughs> I yeah. Um, did you want to go through that? No, you go first. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I want to get. I was. I had the uh, opportunity to uh, facilitate a conversation around Black entrepreneurship in uh, New York. Mm-hmm. Um. Last what was that? Yeah, that was last week. And I had the opportunity to meet um, a brother named um, Darian Hall. Okay. <clears throat> so this one hits a little closer to uh, New York. So uh, basically, he has an organization called Hill House. And Hill House is a wellness studio yeah, for and healing through, <clears throat> excuse me, healing through uh, mindfulness and meditation. So uh, just meeting that brother, his energy, and like talking about his process as far as like building that studio up and how important just mental health is. Like he has just because it's for men, like he has people from all different, all genders, mm-hmm. all backgrounds come through Hill House. So I want to give a big shout out to him. Um, it's in Brooklyn, so if you live in Brooklyn and you're listening yeah, to the you podcast, local. Okay. like just go ahead and uh, <laughs> just go ahead and stop by Hill House. I plan on doing it very soon, but shout out to Darian Hall because mental health is just something that's really, really important to me. So the work he's doing is so impactful, and he knows that it's impactful, and he's excited about. It. So I appreciate him for it. Shout out to him, man. It's a big move. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I wasn't prepared for this section, but I mean, I'm you, going you, you, to, you actually, but you actually, you actually, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I kind of did, but I actually, can I shout out a few people? Well, shout out to you guys first mm-hmm. and foremost, because I'm a big believer in doers, right? Mm-hmm. People who are actually doing things because it's not just about having an idea. It's about creating content. Yep. And the more that we allow our voices to be heard as people of color or as people in any sort of affinity group, mm-hmm. um, we are creating mechanisms for change. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important. And so shout out to you guys. Thank Happy you. Black I appreciate Black it. Black. Thank you. You know, two black millennial men, that matters, you know. Mm-hmm. Those voices matter. Mm-hmm. 
Um, same thing for, like, I, would met, I shout out uh, Pod Digital Media earlier. Um, Gary, who is a fantastic. Um, oh, Gary, watch that, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, also, Lance and Candace, who, uh, so Candace uh, runs Ancients uh, NYC podcast studio. She's fantastic. Oh. She's an amazing black queer creative, as well as Lance, who is just an amazing black man who. Um, runs the Gifted Sounds Network. Mm -hmm. And they're literally just making people's dreams come true. Mine in particular. So shout out to them, <laughs> Black History Month. Uh, and, and finally, I mean, I know this is going to sound really uh, shallow, but Kalani, the artist, the singer, I love her. Mm -hmm. And she is... She's about to give birth. She's about to give birth. And this is a woman who is black and... She's black. She's black. Mm. She is black and she is, <laughs> and she is queer, she's bisexual, mm -hmm. and she's doing it in a way that is not, I don't know, she just, she's my spirit animal. Okay. Because I feel like we don't, it's number one, it's hard to say that you're bisexual. People just think you're greedy and that you're, you know, and that you're not being honest about your sexuality or sometimes, you know, there's a lot of like mm -hmm. stereotypes that come with that. And she's just such, and she's just leading in a way, leading the way in a very non-presumptuous manner. Okay. And I appreciate that. No, I follow on IG. That's a good yeah. woman. She seems like a good person. Yeah. And she, and it's, person. and it's weird. She, I don't think she realizes that she's leading a revolution quietly. Mm -hmm. You know, there and there are ways to do that in your personal life. There are ways to be, um, to be a representative. Talking about Jesse, there are ways to be a representative. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. That name, you know, bad taste in, in your mouth. in your life that don't require you to be um, combative or not. I I don't know if combative is the word, but. There are just ways to be an example yeah. without trying to be an example. Definitely. Yeah, shout out to her. She's clearly had an impact on you. I yeah. follow on it. And my man's followed her. She, she got has an impact on me. Because <laughs> she's gorgeous. Like, hey, she's yeah, gorgeous. Sometimes she's that's gorgeous. enough, too. Yeah. She's that's gorgeous. I, I want to meet her. <laughs> but just as a queer black female creative, you know, she is. Uh, she's definitely, definitely inspirational to me. So You mentioned the name. You mentioned the name that, and you know, I... I I watch Power. I watch Empire. I watch all. You watch Empire? <laughs> you still watching okay, Empire? Okay, I watched the first two seasons, but okay. I'm not going. Like it got long after that. <laughs> then I was like, all right, how many seasons? Power is it? Empire. I don't know. How many seasons is it? I think five or six. Oh, actually, a friend of mine is on Power. Is on not Power. Sorry, I actually don't watch Power. I'm one of the few. Wow. Yeah. So wow. please stop looking at me like that. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> I was my mouth. Let me just let me fix my face. That was. But, um, but I do watch Empire. A friend of mine is on Empire. Okay. Um. It's not. It's not just the. Uh, it's not just okay. Good. We about to. We definitely about to dive into that real quick. My man has been all over the media in a not so positive way. Uh, I don't know why he chose this month to uh, really show out, but uh, let's, let's talk about it. I'm. I'm very upset. I'm gonna tell you straight up. When I first heard that story, it was bullshit. Did you see the? Image? I didn't. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything because I just wanted more details to come out first. Okay. But as a Chicago win. That's not happening downtown Chicago. First of all, you you a celebrity. You not going out to get some subway two right? in the morning? at two in the morning. Like I'm I'm not saying that. No, I thought the story was that he was coming from the airport or something. No, was, oh, see, it's like five different it's stories. five different stories. Like you know, like it's, it's been a while, so the story has changed. So 
The original story that I heard was that he was downtown Chicago mm -hmm. and he was getting some subway and then some MAGA people rolled up with their MAGA hats on and had a noose and some bleach. <laughs> they was prepared. And they was prepared. Like they were like, ain't that that um Empire uh, nigger there? And I was like, that shit don't sound right. Because as a person that's from Chicago, like Chicago is segregated, right? But if you're downtown, shit like that probably won't happen to you because it's just like white people stay on their side black people stay on that side on, on their side and spanish people stay on their side so it's just like that story didn't make sense to me when it first came out so i wasn't with prince with jesse I'm like no nah, i just didn't sound right so all these details that have come out now it's just kind of like yeah i knew that shit wasn't right that well, shit I mean, just didn't even, sound even right even with the interview though like just it was too like everything was just too much it was he did a press much. run and it, he did a press run he's man. an actor he's an actor so i just was like i'm not buying it he was like yeah they, they hurt me and and i'm not weak like he was just like it was he's like yeah they, they put a noose around my neck uh i don't know how i got around there but i fought him off and then they just ran off didn't he say he wore the noose home he's <laughs> he wouldn't until the police got there but apparently he made up this entire story because he wasn't happy about what he was being paid what are you getting paid? Oh, I'm not gonna talk about Which was like I don't know. I don't know nobody's pockets. So I, I'll never really no know. I'll never really know. That's not. I'm, who who I'm knows if that was the really case? That's not what he was making. But is there really any reason that that's okay to do that? To make up a hate crime, well, especially when people are actually well, well, Susan, living that? Susan, when you first heard this story, can you give me your initial reactions? I can absolutely give you my initial reactions because my initial reaction was the exact opposite of what you guys were all doing. Uh oh, here we go. This, go is, this is when we brought Susan <laughs> on, guys. Y'all listen in. Because, first of all, um, as a queer woman, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, I, you know, I've been married. I was married to a man, and most of my relationships have been with men. Mm -hmm. However, I, I have had relationships with women. I've mm -hmm. lived with women. I've been on the streets of New York City with women. Mm -hmm. And even on the streets of New York City, you have people who see two women together holding hands or kissing or doing whatever, and men will flip out on you. Really? People flip out on you. Yeah, I've had. I, they I, say I've something? been on the subway, and people have been like, you guys are an abomination. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I didn't know it was that and like, Okay, and you, like, first of all, I'm not a model, but I'm gorgeous. There you go. That's a fact. And, That's a fact, but I agree. And when this happened, my ex was actually, she, was, she wasn't a model. She was a mm -hmm. high fashion model. Beautiful girl. And, and this man just lit into us. And it was so unexpected because it's New York City. Like, it's so common here. And it's, you know, it's the 21st century. What do we do? Yeah. Supposed to embracing the visuality here. Exactly. Uh, so it was just, it was so, I mean, it is, I think it is more bizarre for, for lesbians or women, female to female relationships to undergo that kind of experience. Mm -hmm. It's less common just because, you know, a lot of men. I guess that's a guy's will fantasy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, will accept fantasy. it to a certain yeah. extent. Yeah, sure. But yeah. even we've. Even like I have experienced that on a number of occasions. I'm surprised. I'm, that's the first time I'm hearing that. So. So the idea that it could happen in Chicago was not uh, foreign to me. Uh, the other thing about it is like, you know, if you watch the rallies, mm -hmm. the Trump rallies, mm -hmm. and see the the people of color being physically uh attacked in a lot of those rallies yeah 
I mean, it, it makes you literally want to jump out of your chair and like, do something. Mm-hmm. So I don't, it, it, it's not foreign to me that like MAGA supporters would and could do that. So and that's it, not to like classify all MAGA supporters, mm-hmm. but the idea that there is a, an extremist portion of MAGA supporters that would does not throw me. But I guess my whole thing is like, why him? Like, why not? Terrence Howard, like he's not even the lead in the show. Like it's just yeah, like you're, he, gonna, you're no, gonna shout out. You're gonna Jesse shout out. Jesse is this. the lead though. Like really, really, like Jesse. Well, I'm gonna be transparent. Line. I haven't watched this. Yeah, season I, say, I, can't I haven't watch watched the season two, so I don't know what's progressing then. But Jesse, as far as far as like having a black, gay male character, mm-hmm. he is all of those things. And he's actually. I didn't realize he was actually gay. Yes. In real life. Yeah. I thought it was just because you know a lot of straight people play gay actors. Yes. But and he actually, actually has mm. an album out right now. But did, didn't you think the setup was just a little too perfect? A little too convenient? Two o'clock in the morning when nobody's going to be out? Okay, so actually my friend said this to me. Mm. My friend of mine was like, but the setup, like who's out at two o'clock yeah, in the morning? Like Subway. With Bleach oh, and, Subway. and Rope. Bleach and Subway. And I was like, look, I look, look, look. I was like, look. I don't know, but more unbelievable shit in this world has happened of course of course so that so but for the, me it was like the uh, story the story no. made too much sense like it was though. just too like like it was just like and I, i'm telling and i'm speaking from a person that's actually from chicago and just know how chicago is functioning like yes chicago is a segre- like i said chicago is a very segregated city but it's not too many times where you're gonna hit stories to where like you just got MAGA support and it's just downtown just kicking it. And who posted up at two in the morning just looking for somebody walking to somebody? And you, did, and you Yo, didn't get grub up? With MAGA people, people, didn't get grub up? People do shit. People do shit like that. It's like predators, you know? It's like predators always on the lookout for children. It's like Yeah, but just just smart from Empire, you empire gay nick like what? Like well, maybe they got lucky. That's what I'm saying. You just never know. Sometimes chance and a universe, noose. Sometimes the universe happens like that. Noose can't I, baby, like no, you can't convince me. <laughs> That's my no tree. You can't convince and me. And bleach. You can't convince me. <laughs> that was that, just bleach. No, no, no. You can't convince me, and, and particularly based on the history of America, you can't convince me that the idea that two white men deciding to go out and basically fold lynch a nigga, like. Is not a possibility based on the history of America. You can't convince no, me that yes, that's not a, a possibility. It's, it's, it's a possibility, but it also depends on the region of the country that you're in. So no, I don't. Does, I disagree. I, that's, that's how I feel. I disagree. And you can disagree. I think you can, you have can it disagree anywhere in the freaking world. No, no, I, I I I agree with you on that. But just because I'm a Chicago native, like I'm not about to agree with you on that one. Because and you know, like, shout out to Chicago. You no, know, shout out to Chicago. But it's just like I can't see that happening the way that he said it happened. Like just looking for him with a noose, and y'all just got bleach ready for just him. Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm not believing that. Shout out to my cousin who lives in Chicago, <laughs> Cleveland Yo. Anderson. He's a comedian. So, 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 Justin, ladies and gentlemen, um, Jesse Smollett reportedly says he's suffering from an mental mental drug problem. Still in the drugs. So he cop, he, it's a cop out. He wasn't aware of what he was doing. Um, he apologizes. To everybody for Any, that fake hate crime they created, Any, and the fake interviews, and the fake letter that he wrote to the. To, so he's listen. The bigger issue is is just like he's creating a very chaotic, I guess, situation for LGBTQ people because it's just like he's weaponizing his sexuality 
and then like when something else happens like it's just like everybody has to take a second look like we're, we're getting mm, yes okay. nods from Susie happened yeah so agree but why is he able to do this let's think about what is the environment like right now that he is able to come in and use this to hit or believe that he can use this to his benefit right it is because trump has created such a divisive environment in these united states that people who are feeling opportunistic can now take advantage of the divisiveness. At the end of the day, what I want to do, I want to call a spade a spade. At the end of the day, and I'm asking you this, yeah. Susan, was what he did acceptable? Or was Absolutely that, not. Was that an, an ass-head move? If, if, if this turns out to be a lie. It's a lie. Oh, it's a lie. It's, it's already lie. turned out it's to be a lie. lie. They're taking him into custody. But See, I, feel, again, I, I feel like you, you should be remember, offended. As a part of the community, you should be offended. Remember that I am a lawyer, so I'm always going to hedge my answers, right? Yeah. I'm always going to hedge my responses and my opinions. At the end of the day, if this turns out to be a lie in the court, in a, you know, court of law, um, then obviously, I mean, either way, if this is a lie, obviously I'm offended, but, you know, that, that's that's honest intake. Um, I mean, I personally like, and I am glad you, you you agree. Like, what he did is absolutely like when it's people really facing those types of things. It's not. It's at the end of the day, it's not okay. Jesse, it's just not okay. I'm sorry. And whatever you get, I really feel like you deserve it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we could talk about Donald Trump all day, but at the end of the day, this is this little act that I'm talking about. We really, we really were there for you. We were ready to go to bat for you. Ready to fight for you. Um, we really feel like this is an injustice, but when you did that, you betrayed us. We really don't appreciate it. That's all I have to say about that. But um, I appreciate you giving me your intake. That was a perspective that I obviously didn't really think of. So I appreciate that. That was just a little bit of entertainment for the Made Men <laughs> podcast. We just want to give you a little recap of what's going on. He is a donkey, not donkey of the day, but he is a donkey. He's an ass for that. So I appreciate that whole little take. But I love it. He's so talented. He, he's he's very talented, I mean, but who's looking God, at that now? The voice of an angel. <laughs> who's looking at that now? And he acts, and he's good looking. Like you know, I love oh, him. Good. I do. I love him. I just, but, I really do. I I'm really disappointed. This, I think, it, this a lot of people are heartbroken mm -hmm. because a lot of people were heartbroken when they thought he was attacked. Mm -hmm. You know, especially in the community. We were there. Um, we were ready. I, I I cried multiple times that day. I was like, this is. Y'all made Susan cry. Yeah. I'm Jesse. sick of you, Jesse. Jesse. Not, not y'all, just, <laughs> just you. Just you. Jesse. But anyway. Um, okay. My emo so, emotionally unavailable self. So, yes. um, <laughs> I just want to say, like, shout out to R. Kelly going to jail. Yeah. We just we it's nothing Finally. more it's nothing more nothing more Please. nothing less that needs to be said. Glad he's going to jail. First and last thing I'm going to jail. Going to jail. <laughs> I'm, I can't listen to his music. I thought I could separate the artist from the music, but I can't. Who, who's R. Kelly? I don't even know. Do you know who R. Kelly? I don't, I don't know either. Look, I told y'all before Ron we Kelly? started this recording that I've Robert, Robert. never been an R. Kelly fan. <laughs> I know that's going to be controversial as well. It's, it's okay. It's up. okay now. It's okay now. now. It's okay. Now. I like the word I now. Never, I just don't like his voice. I never thought he was that talented. I like the. I like. I liked Tyrese's voice. I like Usher's oh, voice. I like Genuine's voice. Hey, Genuine is fine. I never liked R. Kelly's voice, and I never really was that into his music. Like, if anybody did it for me it was genuine okay okay but listen here okay <laughs> we about to talk about this emotionally unavailability mm. because okay. it needs to be talked about and i can't wait to hear your perspective 
<laughs> because first of all, you asked my friend here earlier, mm-hmm. what does it mean to him? What does emotional unavailability mean to him? So now I'm going to flip the question back on you, Mrs. Lawyer. Mm-hmm. Tell me, what does it mean to you? Emotional unavailable, unavailability to me, I, I guess the best way for me to describe it is to give an example. It's like if you meet someone and you hit it off and you guys go on dates and you, and the person feels really engaged or you guys are hanging out and you just feel like, oh my God, I'm so happy. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I feel like this person listens to me. I feel like this person asks me questions. I feel like if something, or like even if something goes wrong, this person is there for me. They, they will, you know, they'll let me, they'll let me stay with them or they'll, they'll buy me food or they'll take care of me in some way if something goes wrong and if I need them they're there for me you know and then when you say oh my god thank you for giving me money to buy lunch today I really appreciate it and they're like what yeah no I mean whatever it is what it is like Mm. I would do that for anybody I don't know why you're making a big deal out of this this is not that big of a deal that's cold you know that it's not cold-blooded it's emotional unavailability it's 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 that it's i mean maybe it's like i don't want to there's a difference they would do that for anybody like there's a difference though it's a it's a pronouncement of the things i do for you are not special Mm -hmm. Mm. and i need you to really understand that because i need you to know i don't do this for everybody (laughs) i need you to know that this is not more than casual. Mm-hmm. This like what we have is special when we're together, but when we're not together, like we're not. This is not anything more than. Mm-hmm. It's not anything profound. Okay. And I know that because I do that. I am emotionally unavailable. Um, when, wait, 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 wait. Whoa, okay. So when it comes to you being emotionally unavailable, like how long has this been going on? Um, when did you first realize you were emotionally unavailable? That's the real question. <laughs> let's get let's get to the nitty gritty. Okay, let's talk about this. So, so like mm. when I actually dug into it, I was like, oh, I'm emotionally unavailable because I do that. I do that all mm. the time. Mm-hmm. I am there for the people in my life, and I will provide whatever it is I want to give, and whatever it is I want to give is usually a lot, right? Mm-hmm. But with nuances. So going back to that word, nuances. Layers. Layers. I'm an onion. You gotta peel me back. back. I'm a parfait. You know. I hate onions. So for me, it's it was really I realized that, um, and for me, I'd always thought it was just that I'm an alpha female. And and actually, a friend of mine recently told me. What is an alpha female? So an alpha female is someone who is um, incredibly confident and independent okay and actually I wrote it down. um ambitious and very freedom oriented right yes. so i like to that have my independence like it, it sounds like a person it sounds like a person but a lot of <laughs> but a lot of people don't associate well with respect to men that sounds like a person yeah right but this is you talking from your privilege right True. Oh, because with okay. respect well, to well, don't get <laughs> trigger words that's <laughs> for your privilege <laughs> because with respect to women a lot of women are not afforded that mm. privilege, right? A lot of women are expected to be um, beta, 
which is a little bit more submissive, submissive. Okay. Yep. quiet, not as opinionated. Like, think about something as simple as having the remote control when you guys are watching television. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, I, that's I always like to have it. I do. I do. I, 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 like I, to have I it. really don't care. I feel like that's really my remote care. and I need to have it. <laughs> <laughs> even, if I'm at, even if I'm at your house, I, I need to have a remote. Yeah, I don't know. Right. This, so, it, actually, you sounding real toxic right now. Hey, no, you sound like you're toxic. It's not toxic. It's, it's natural. It is. It's just, I just, look, let me hold it this. Is, it <laughs> is actual. And then I'm going to ask you what you want to watch. Right. But I'm going to change the channel. <laughs> exactly. It is who he is. And so that's an important acknowledgement and distinction, right? So uh, I have always considered myself... Actually, I'd never consider myself an alpha female. I didn't consider myself anything. I don't I don't generally label myself. But a friend of mine recently was like, no, you're an alpha female. You need to know that. And this is a friend who's known me for 15 plus years. And he was like, you don't understand. Like, it's as simple as if I say, he as a man says, uh, can you make me a sandwich? And he's like, your response is always going to be. PB&J or ham? <laughs> no. I'm just talking. I'm just talking. His response was, you're always going to say, can you make me a sandwich? And and that, and it's true because I don't like to cater to someone unless I want to cater to someone. And exactly, it's that want, right? it's that want, that little word, right? That want. Right. That's. Right. I don't know. Like that's. And, let's just make a sandwich. Like what more, you mean? Let's just make a sandwich, or me just make a sandwich because there's difference. I mean, I'll make a sandwich for you if you were to ask just me. From, so it's just from like the couch. that's it. But the thing is, it's just like you in the kitchen already. Like, just make the sandwich. Maybe I'm not already in the kitchen. Maybe we sitting now watching television. But you closer if you sitting closer to the kitchen. See, you might be sitting closer to the kitchen. No. <laughs> Let me stop playing. Let me stop. <laughs> nah, see, I, I really do get what you're saying. But yeah, I, I, I really hundred percent get it. I, I feel like, and let me just take a little dive into this yeah. real quick. I feel like emotional unavailability can be taken. First of all, it's not as simple as black and white there's a lot of gray around this topic because there's a lot of different ways you could be emotionally unavailable we could talk about oh i did this for you i did this for you you didn't ask me to do it i just know you like it so i did it you didn't give a shit Mm, emotionally unavailable or we could talk about when we like just in a relationship the girl first of all and this is just men and women type so she um she pays your rent you know y'all not even in a relationship you know she drives you to the store you didn't get that promotion you wanted at work. She's there to answer the phone. She FaceTime you at 12 o'clock, five hours. You know, she's fine with that, even though it's a continuous, consistent thing. She puts her feelings on the back burner for your feelings. She is there. She is team you mm-hmm. in every aspect. You sound you sound very familiar. But it's not. No, nah, this is just an example. <laughs> hey, hey, chill on me. Chill on me. But um, she's basically, she's there for you in every aspect. And she's fine with that. But the thing is, is it's not reciprocated. And when she does all this stuff for you, she puts herself out there, makes herself uncomfortable to make you comfortable. Right. You still don't give a shit. You still going around. Like, she was just like, you know, she's only sleeping with you. She's not sleeping with everybody. She's told you, like, everything for you. And you still just, like, just not emotionally there. You're just like, yeah, great, great. others like... You there, you my boo. Like, it's me and you. And you just still going out doing your own thing. When she does stuff for you, it's just like you don't even care. You don't notice it. And you're not really trying to do the same thing for her. And it's not because you intentionally don't like her and you don't despite her. It's just you don't even think about doing it. It's just like I'm emotionally No, you don't care. You don't care about I'm emotionally and I'm and I'm emotionally and also aka I'm emotionally just not there with you. Like Hey, you don't care about me. I don't care. Like I'm emotionally not there. And I feel like and let me say this last part and, and I just say it because it's from personal experience and I feel like it's true. I feel like a lot of men are more so like that 
than women. Agree. 110%. I agree. I told you all already, my last relationship, like, it took me a while. Well, I was emotionally unavailable walking into the relationship. And um, I think that she didn't realize it until probably, like, the middle of the relationship when I just was like, this is as much as you're going to get from me. Uh-oh. And um, I think it was a situation where, like, um, we were talking about a future as far as, like, marriage, things like that. And I was just like, nah, I might not be with you. <laughs> so it was just kind of like, I think I put up a wall either because I didn't see a future with that person or just because I just wasn't, like, thinking about that at all. Like, this is just a relationship. This is what it is. And I think that you most of the time you do you put up a wall to be um emotionally unavailable on purpose because you just know like with this person like you're going to reach a level with this person to where like they're going to teach you so many things and then you're probably going to like move on after that so do you think it's person specific like do you think you got i think it's person Specific. So when it comes, you wanted to say Pacific. Yeah, I was gonna say Pacific. Person Pacific. Pacific is the ocean. (laughs) But it's it's person specific. So I think that when you first walk into a relationship, you subconsciously already know like if a person is gonna be there forever, Mm -hmm. or if a person is gonna be there for depending on how much you date. I'm sorry. So let me preface this. Yeah, you're giving a lot of like. Let me preface this. Depending on how much you dated, I feel like you walk into a relationship knowing that if this person is just going to be temporary or this is a person that has the potential to be your wife or whatever or your husband mm-hmm. like whatever it's going to be so i think that um you know already and i think that everybody i think a lot of women aren't onions so like in you that there's onions. layers that's the that's the <laughs> best way to that's the best way to explain it. I feel like a lot of women that I've come into contact with are onions in the sense that they don't have layers mm-hmm. because they put everything out there at the at one time mm-hmm. and they expect the man to just take that all in. Mm-hmm. When on our end, what happens is it's just like once you give us all that, it's just like all right, I know how to keep her happy. I know how to keep her satisfied without giving too much of myself Mm. so i think that's what causes us causes us in some cases to become emotionally unavailable that part can can i ask can i ask you a question Mm, can i ask you a question um it's a two-part question go for it okay so first of all is it possible for women to be emotionally unavailable Mm -hmm. if Sex is involved. Continuous sex. Mm. Yes. Really? Yeah. And this is per- from personal experience. And Brian, if I'm wrong, then please let I've me know. I've never had a situation with a woman. Have you ever had a situation where you've had sex with a woman multiple times and she has not become emotionally attached in some capacity? And from a woman's perspective? Yeah. Uh. Well, hold on. Let me think about that. Oh, there we go. That's what I like to hear. Um... I don't know that with my female relationships that I've had that situation. Like either, you know, women on women relationships are weird. They tend to end up in relationship relationships. I have no idea what that's like. I've heard heard about that. I heard about that. It's just real like intimate, like real touchy. It's either like one and done or like we're together now, bitch. Like, (laughs) 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 Um, but I know like for myself, like dealing with men. I can have sex with a man multiple times. And feel nothing? And 
not that I don't feel anything, just that I don't want what they want. I don't want intimacy, really. Wow. I want okay. Hey, okay. I want what I call, and actually I have this conversation with a friend of mine all the time, there are levels to relationships, right? Absolutely. So sometimes I may just want a sexual friendship. Like, I like you as a person. Friends with benefits is the other uh, right. term. Yeah. yeah. I don't know exactly. how to communicate that, though. But people, but people don't really understand friends with benefits, and and there's love. Then there's levels to friends with benefits, right? Well, it's levels to that. It's like, levels. Yeah. Yo, yo, son, I, you, I, you I don't get the onion analogies. All right, it's levels to everything. Yeah. It's levels to <laughs> friends with benefits is pretty straightforward. Nah, nah, it's still levels. There's levels to that, you know, right. because there's you know there's just fuck buddy, which is like you don't really have a friendship. It's really just fucking, and then there's. Friends, like you guys are actually friends, and if you guys decided to stop fucking tomorrow, you would still be friends for the next ten years. That doesn't happen often. It doesn't happen often, but it's possible. But the reason it doesn't happen often is because I think men have a hard time divorcing the two. They have a hard time understanding that you can have um, an emotional connection to someone and have sex with that person, and it not be a relationship. I think men what oftentimes. The, what the fuck did you just think, say? Like, repeat right. that. What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> it's hard for a lot of men to understand that you can have an emotional connection to someone mm-hmm. and have sex with them on a regular basis and not be in a relationship. Is that a situationship? That's a situation. I like to call it a situation. Yeah, it's, it's a situation. Definitely a situation. Yeah. But are you? Are but, you but, but it's just like you just is the emotional. Emotions are attached, right? Emotions are attached, but, that that. but I think I think men get I think a lot of men, or it's been my experience and the experience of the people around me, a lot of men get very afraid of those kinds of relationships wow. because either a they catch feelings and they don't want to get hurt, so they push and they push and they push. I've actually experienced this quite a few times where they push and push and push for an actual label. They're like, well, what are we? What are we doing? Well, you've had men ask uh, you, what are we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've, talk, hey, I've, talk, I've talked to a few women. I've to never, where, this is foreign language. To where they to said in the past that, you know, like, they were just, like, the woman was just chilling. Like, they, they are, like, you all already knew what it was. Like, we just fucking around. But the men, but the men somehow bought up, like, what are we doing in an odd different way? Like, wow, as far as, that's like, so interesting. Another woman was calling them or their ex was calling them. And then they'll just say, like, yo, this is just my ex or this is just some other chick. And they'll be like, yo, I just don't want nothing serious right now. It's just, it's just like we move like real, real weird when it comes to like catching feelings for a woman. That's so interesting. That we just fucking around with. So, so you've had men actually tell you, like, they've asked you. What are we? And, and you know what? Let me stop sounding so naive. I'm sure there's men that do. You sound toxic it. right now. That's oh. what you sound. You sound. <laughs> no, like, you sound. Yeah. Like and, toxic. Let, and let me go ahead and just let me toxic. let me fall back you real quick like because I, I realized that now. But just from my wait, pres- you had a situation to where a woman ghosted you, didn't you? I mean, who, what man does it? Like every. No, 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 no. Like you really liked it though. You was like, I'm actually in the end episode. I remember this. Wait, hold on. Wait a minute. Y'all you had a situation this what I'm not about to do because if I don't remember it, it'll you met. No, okay, <laughs> that's what the saying goes. You like. met a woman at the gym and you was trying to get at her. Oh, you talking about her? And like when you didn't like when she just kind of like up and moved out the state. Okay, let me get. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead right. Okay, so you was hurt. You was hurt. Let me let me, let me tell y'all. It, it pains me to really talk about this because I don't like talking. About it. 
But um, I uh, I was at the gym one day. You know, I was at the gym. <laughs> I I be you know doing my thing, and I, she was attracted to me. She saw me, and I saw her. And we we met. Y'all wasn't attracted to each other. The she was attracted thing, to you. You still hurt. We, we hurt back. We saw each he other. Okay, we made that little moment, and then you know. She tried to leave the gym without talking to me, so I had to go correct on that. And so, anyway, <laughs> we ended up getting together. It was great. We went on a couple of dates. Everything. I'm talking. She had me feeling like, oh, y'all, this could be the one. She was mm. a little bit older too. Mm. You know, I like older women. Seasoned. So, she was seasoned. Thank you. Yes, my bad. Excuse seasoned. my excuse my terminology. There, that was very incorrect. Um, well, so uh, yeah, man, we we were vibing. It was very great. Um, Couple dates, I'm like, yo, this could be the one. Like, I ain't never had love at first sight, but you know what I mean. I felt like this was love at first sight, mm-hmm. and so we went on dates. It was the, the, it was wavy. Like everything was good. The energy was good. Conversation was great. She was vegan. I'm trying to eat better. You know what I mean. So she she was vegan. I'm trying to eat better. She she's really she's that person that I need. She's that person I need in my life. And then one day, literally one day. I texted her and I just got no text back, no call back. Mm-hmm. I sent flowers to her. No, nothing from that. Did you, did yo, you, yo, this wait, wait, wait. I sent flowers wait, to her while I was at home with my family. Like, I'm, I'm supposed to be spending time with my little brother and sister. I'm sitting, I'm thinking about her sending her flowers. She never even said anything about the flowers. Wow. Disappeared out of my That's life. That's actually rude. That's actually rude, right? That's she, rude. She disappeared. You can say thank you. She disappeared. I, yeah, you know what? I think somebody probably stole the flowers because I didn't. I got them delivered at the door, and probably somebody saw that. Probably my brother stole it. Yeah, I, I feel. Like, I feel like that's sure. just to make you feel better. But yeah, I'm, like, I'm, 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 that's I'm what this is all about. Make me feel better. I'm, I'm, I'm agree with you. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, I did all of this, and yeah, she she did ghost me. That was the extreme ghost. I've never had a moment like that since. But yeah, that was. <laughs> he got to he got to make that clear. Like it hasn't happened. Since. No, I've been ghosted. Don't get me wrong, but to that. Extent. You know what I mean? To that extent, that's never happened to the point. So that was that was. Mm. I'm, I appreciate you bringing that up, Brian. Thank you. Mm. Uh, I just dive into my bag real quick. I know. Let me do that. Hey, man, okay. you're king, man. I just want you. Yeah, to, you got flaws, yeah, yeah, man. It's okay. You're okay. not perfect. It's okay. okay. Whatever. But anyway, yeah. So that that definitely has happened to me. I, okay. Um. <laughs> so can you talk about why you have been emotionally unavailable in the past and i guess i've never come across a woman who's emotionally unavailable um even and we both said like even when women have like tried to tell us like yo like you know like this ain't nothing we just kicking it we cool it ends up being feelings and sex really and sex really changed it like when you with somebody a couple times of the week and y'all even if it's nothing like it's still like women are internal creatures men are external creatures so we can really just do stuff, and I'm, I don't know how we think. I'm gonna be honest. I'm a man. I still don't know how we do it, but we can just turn emotion to zero, and it just doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Just have sex with five different women, and it's, it's okay. Not saying that I've done that, but it's just that's the thing men can do. Women, though, y'all have sex with this one person internally. Y'all catch the feelings, even if y'all say y'all not. Y'all, I promise you, and this is just from my experience. I've had like if you had sex with a woman on multiple occasions, there is something there, and they let you know in different ways. It may not be just like. Yo, I, I like you. It's just in the actions. What Sometimes they will. What are we doing today? I'm like, nothing. I'm going to work. And, the, and it's just, <laughs> it's in their actions. Like, I, I really am convinced, again, maybe it's just me. I've not met an emotionally unavailable woman. I haven't. Either. Well, you have now. Hi. <laughs> hey, how you doing, sis? Hi. Um, no, it exists. Because I've absolutely had that experience. And it's weird because even my female friends, I think it must be uncommon. I will say this. 
It must be uncommon. Very. Because even my female friends who have known me for the past 10 years, um, because of the way that, like, the timing with which I went to law school and then... Um, so I was, like, for the most part, I was uh, abstinent during law school. And then I had a, a boyfriend during my third year, and that lasted about over a little over a year. And I think he, we, he and I lived together for a while because... You know, me being who I am, I was like, all right. I guess this is the next you fa- step. No, no, no. Yeah. You failed the bar exam. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm, I'm about to graduate. You graduated. Maybe this is the next step. Maybe this is what I'm supposed to do. Oh, Come live with me. I'll take care of just take you. Oh, I did that. I did that. It was bad. And, um, and, then, and then that didn't, that actually ended up not working out, thank mm-hmm. God. And, uh, and then I and, and then right after that, literally right after I, the day after I took the bar exam is when I met my ex husband. Wow! And, then, and so I was married for wow. several years. So so my friends who have known me for the past five years, I mean sorry, not five, the last ten years, don't know about my emotional unavailability ness, mm-hmm. so to speak. Because they haven't seen me in like previous relationships. We'll put that in the urban dictionary. I think it was a new word. It is a new word. I like it. Um, and so this has actually been a pattern that has been that has been in existence for me, where I can be with a guy sexually, and and it and I'm okay with it not going past a certain point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I'm okay with it being a friendship, like mm-hmm. a genuine friendship. My preference is to have a genuine friendship with someone. Mm-hmm. And also have a sexual relationship with that person if we're sexually attracted to each other. Mm-hmm. And that's it. It doesn't have to go beyond that. Mm-hmm. But what I experience is a lot of men are confused by that. Mm-hmm. And they don't know how to, they don't know how to uh, digest that. We don't. So, it's not, it's not common. It's so not I common. get a lot of the, well, what are we doing? Where are we going? Mm-hmm. I want to be your man. Okay. Why am I not your man? Are you sleeping with other people? And then it turns into insecurity, yes. which is, so you're sleeping with other people. Is that happening? Is that happening? I don't know. Is it happening? And it's even, even if I say it's not happening, I'm not actually sleeping with they other don't, people. They don't believe you. They don't believe me. See, that's why I'm asked that question. Um, <laughs> I mean, because the truth is people believe what they want to believe, you know? It yeah. doesn't matter what you what comes out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. People believe what they want to believe. Of course. It's, so, just, it's, it's just interesting because, um, number one, like I said before, I have not ran into a woman who is not emotionally unavailable. But um, I guess in your situation, like, what is the root of emotionally uh, available? I've actually asked myself the question almost, uh, multiple times. And I actually don't, I haven't quite figured it out. Um, Ooh. Mm. Did you hear? Mm. Did you hear them gems that Susan was dropping today? It was a few gems. It was a couple of controversial perspectives, in my very, opinion. Very much so. She had a lot, a lot to say, and we really appreciate that. But look, we're going to go ahead and break this up into two parts. We know it was a lot to take in. So sit with that. Di- let it just digest it. And we're going to be back with part two. I know y'all heard a little entertainment section. Hey, a little sprinkle. Oh, we're we trying, we trying new things. Hey, man, one thing at a time. So this is part one. Y'all definitely stay tuned. Part two on the way. Peace.